Good morning, good morning, my friends. Maria Mariano wishing everybody a fabulous morning. We're getting ready for the weekend. I don't know what you guys have planned. I have planned to water my new garden. Okay, am I the only one that's excited about the garden? I don't know. So last night I had so much fun. My daughter Nadia says, Mom, how many people do you know that come home? I don't know what time it was last night, Marie-Pierre, 10.30 p.m. or 10 p.m. or whatever. Anyways, go in the house, go get the, the, the little, little shovel, hand shovel, go get my gloves. And I finished planting my last nine plants with Nadia's cellular flashlight. And we were laughing together, saying, Mom, who do you know that plants at night like this? I go to my daughter passionate people and people that are proactive that when they take a decision they make it happen they don't wait for life to happen they make life happen no but marie pierre this is what i love about our business it allows us to be audacious when you're in sales you become audacious you care less and less of what other people have to say and you care more and more about achieving your dream life. So welcome everyone, Maria Mariano, 38 years in multi-level marketing, real estate investor, passionate about life, passionate about my family, passionate about my friends, passionate about cooking, passionate about gardening and all that fun stuff. Today we're going to continue with the subject on proactivity, but to do something different, it's going to be Marie-Pierre that will begin today on part two what is pro what is pro product proactive language not productivity but pro what is proactive language and how is it the opposite of reactive language so four ways to talk accepting responsibility taking control active sentences proactive language as a leadership tool take it away marie pierre Thank you, Maria. <laughs> so I'm Marie-Pierre, I'm 30 years old. I've been in MLM for seven years now and I love to develop myself every day. So thank you for being there and make sure to share if you are on the Facebook, the Facebook Live, if you are on Podbean, the podcast. So we'll be more visible on every platform because we want to build the thousand millionaire. That's our vision, our mission. So make sure to share the podcast every morning so we can develop and um, increase our community every day. So yes, proactive language. And Maria, I found something scientific for you this morning. <laughs> you will love that. So I found that proactive language alter the brain in positive way, releasing beneficial hormones that unlock thinking and problem solving. And if you look, yes! <laughs> And if you look at reactive language, it's released negative hormones in the brain that limit our thinking. So I love when I found something scientific that it says that, yes, you are on the right way. That's why you want to learn the proactive language. So I love it. <laughs> so if we go in the first one, what is proactive language? It's accepting responsibility because proactive language show a clear acceptance of responsibility. People who use specific definite statements are considered to be using proactive language, while general non-specific statements are considered more reactive than proactive. For example, someone who generalizes with statements like, 
I just can't or there's nothing I can do or I don't have the time is not taking responsibility for a situation. So proactive statement will be I will or I can. But for a lot of people, when we have a, an example, we understand that yes, we really have the responsibility and we have the choice. So the example that I found, I love it. It's someone who said, oh, I wish I could take six months off and travel the world, but I can't because I have to work and I don't have enough vacation. So the way to really evaluate, is it really something that you don't have the choice or do you have the choice? Because if you say, oh, no, I have the choice, so I don't want to go uh, on the wonderful trip for six months because I want to work. Maybe if you just say it, something like that, your brain said, no, no, it's not like that. But if you really take the time to evaluate your reality, now you can really know if it's something that is important for you and will change something in your way to speak. So example, uh, which question you want to ask yourself? Do I really want to keep working instead of traveling? How important is seeing the world to me? Because it's just something that you see on social media. It seems like fun traveling everywhere. But how is it important for you to see all the world for you? How important is my job or my career? Or is this job really what I want to do? And what is truly important to me? So there's no right or wrong answer to any of these questions that you will ask yourself. But yes, when you answer them, you will see what is really important for you. And you will realize that you have a choice and you are really accepting your responsibility in any situation if you take the time to really reevaluate your reality. So that's the first one, accepting responsibility. The second one, Marie-Pierre, yes. I want to share something on that note. First of all, uh, hang on, I'm answering Rachel. She loves your progress in English. Absolutely, Rachel. Isn't that beautiful? When we want, everything is possible. On that note, you know how many years I wrote down on my dream list, Joan? I want a chalet up north. I want a chalet up north. I want a chalet up north. Only to realize by asking the questions that Marie-Pierre just proposed, I realized I don't want a chalet up north. I hate the country. I don't like mosquitoes. I don't like grass. I don't like trees. I'm a city girl. But what happened is because of what um, social media, because of what newspapers, not newspapers, magazine portray. You need a house in the city and a house up north, you know, type of thing. You think it is your goal, but it isn't because the reality, Marie-Pierre, is I'm a go-getter. If I really wanted that freaking chalet up north, I would have had it. The only reason I didn't have it and I kept writing it on my dream board, it's because it's what Hollywood said you should have. But what do I really want? So these questions are mature, ad I'm coming back to my word, maturity, <laughs> mature adult questions. So when finally 
I got with the program. I said, I don't want a chalet. If it was up to me, I'd live in a penthouse in New York City on Fifth Avenue and a second penthouse on Champs-Élysées in Paris and a third penthouse downtown Montreal overlooking the old port. That's Maria. Can we get to what really is our deeper inner desires? That's the question. This is what proactive language will help us to do. So I just... Parenthesis mm -hmm. open and closed, Marie-Pierre. <laughs> Thank you. The second one, taking control. So reactive statements such as, if only claims appear to be more effective at displaying the speaker as a victim or other of other people or external events. Proactive language, so the speaker is in control. Rather than saying, if only I had a better job or if only I had a better education, the proactive speaker will say, I don't like this job, I'm looking for a new one. Or I'm returning to school to have a better job. So then actually follow up uh, the statement with action to get a new job or return to school. So the proactive speaker recognizes that life events are not up to chance. They can be controlled simply by stepping up and taking that control. The third one is active sen sentences. So proactive language uses active sentences rather than passive one. So instead of statement using I would, the proactive speaker will say I will. Or instead of we could, the proactive speaker use let's. So the difference seems small, but chances are the reactive speaker are the one who don't see the big difference. So proactive language using active sentences expresses the speaker direct action and definite intention, passive sentences are more like possibilities or hypothetical claims. And the fourth one is to use proactive language as a leadership tool. So leader in all groups uses proactive language, which set them apart from the followers. So leaders effectively use active sentences as a mean to inspire and encourage those they lead. So statements such as we can do this, or oh, let's look at another way can save a group from failure. So that's the far way to really understand more their proactive language. I love it. First of all, Marie-Pierre, I want to thank, uh, we have somebody that, by the name of John. Thank you for sharing the live show. If you haven't shared the Podbeam live show, it's time to share. Tell them why, Marie-Pierre, why, why, why share? Why, why, why comment on Podbeam, please? Yes, we want uh, everyone to share because if you really want to learn everything that we say in the podcast, you need to talk about it with someone else. So when you share the podcast, you will find someone in your entourage that you can talk about the podcast every morning because they will maybe like your post or maybe comment your post. So you have found someone to talk about the podcast. So when you talk about it, you can really master and understand what you learn in the podcast and not just listen and say, oh, that was great. I, <laughs> it was really good to listen to, <laughs> but really uh, learning what you le uh, listen in the podcast. And when you comment, make sure to comment with six words or more, because that's the way we can be more visible on every platform. So thank you for sharing and commenting on the live and in the podcast. Uh, on Podbean, you have art when you share, when you comment, and at the end of the month, you will have the chance to win your conditioning program. So you can really just 
develop yourself every day. Yes, with the podcast, but after that, to really work all day long on yourself to make sure that you keep your mind in a positive uh, way every morning. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, Rachel, congratulations for going back to school. I just read on Podbeam. That reminds me of Sylvain Lalonde when he had graduated from CGIP. Um, he realized quickly that he would always be working day, night, e day, evenings, and night if he didn't do something. So he had gone back to university to become a professor. And that's proactive behavior. You know, you don't say, my boss is this, my job is this, I hate this. No, no, no. Shut up, be mature, go back to school, do what you have to do, and stop complaining and change your trajectory. This is the power we have. So I'm a little bit less delicate, delicata in Italian, from Marie Pierre, but I'm, a, I'm the two by four in the, in, in the podcast out of Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, Marie Pierre, and me. I can allow myself to be the two by four because, hey, hey, guys, I'm 57. So I have double the age of Marie Pierre. Number two, I've been married for 34 years. I know what it takes to have a marriage that works. And yes, 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 I'm part of those women and probably those men that would have thrown my husband out the window by shutting the window first. But proactive decisions, behaviors, allows me today to say I have my James Bond as my better half. Huh? But it took a lot of work on that. And same, same for him, right? Uh, children, I have three, 25, 27, 29. Just for those that listen for the first time, like I'm not talking out of the top of my head. When I decided to do the podcast with Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, and Marie-Pierre, I wanted to bring something to the table that was very important. And what's very important for me is personal self-development to live the dream life we choose to live. We don't have to reinvent the wheel. The key is taking a self-development book that has proven over the years and years to be a self-development book that is necessary to read, number one. Number two, bringing it to the podcast, like we're not inventing anything, we're just reading the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, chewing it up, bringing it to the Uh, platform on uh, on Podbean and, and Facebook Live in a way that's understandable and that we can apply it today in bite-sized form. Because personal development is like eating a huge elephant. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So to be intentional, to read a self-development book is one thing. But to apply a self-development book, well, we need a community. Welcome to the community, the millionaires of the diamonds. So my take on what Marie-Pierre said is more uh, 14 elements. So the, that you, you, I want you to see how to be proactive in your daily life everywhere you go. So 14 elements. Number one, self-direction. So if you're taking notes, self-direction. What is self-direction? Is you add value without waiting to be told. So add value to your children, add value to your spouses, add value on the workplace. This is what proactive people do. So an example, very simple, you push for a project to go through at work versus waiting to be told what to do. Number two, okay, managing, managing expectations. 
managing expectation. You know what you, what you will and will not do. So you can't impose on me things based on your assumption. When you're one mile deep, your character ethic is very clear. Nobody can make me do things that I don't want. So here's an example. Clearly communicating to your boss, to your team, to your spouse, to your children on a regular basis without having them imposing on me things that I don't believe that will work. A lot of people get their minds changed simply because they're not managing their own clear expectation. Number three, number three, anticipating objections. I'm in sales. I know that when I want to date a party with you, virtual party, I know you're going to tell me I'm too busy. I anticipate that objection. I know, I know you're going to tell me my product is too expensive. I anticipate how I'm going to answer that. You think through how people will react to your ideas and plan ahead of time your response. That's it. Number four, okay, problem management. Okay, an example. We have back orders right now. It's a problem. Manage it ahead of time. When you're selling the product, let your customer know there's delays and keep, keep them posted on a weekly basis. Problem management. You identify and correct the root of the problem versus, versus just addressing the symptoms. We were talking this morning with Marie-Pierre and I said, what would I have done if I was, you know, the CEO of of my company. I would have went live every single day uh, just to give, first, first of all, to show up and say, I'm here for you. And number two, just to say, guys, it's going to be okay. Here's where the situation is with backorders. Problem management, problem management, that's it. People will love you just because you're transparent. Number five, lessons learned. Stop making the same mistakes and things you think and think you're going to have a different result. Einstein said it. The definition of insanity is to keep doing the same mistakes and expecting to have a different result. It prevent the same mistakes from happening. So I love always farmer examples, Marie-Pierre. There's a farmer. He knows that this crop, if it's watered below 10 degrees, it will die. So stop killing the crop. Okay, figure out a system that you can identify, can I water or not? That's it. Stop killing the crop. Stop killing your dreams. The same thing. Number seven, resilience, resilience, resilience. Know what you can't change. Okay, that's resilience and accepting. So resilience is a term for advanced but often simple strategies. I know I cannot change my back order situation. I'm resilient about it. So I, I propose alternatives. So an example, an example of resilience other than in business. Uh, exercising, exercising is being resilient. You have no choice. You have to move, guys. You know, right now, a lot of people are suffering from uh, ankles being swelling. You're not moving, guys. You got to stand up. We're, we're working from home. We're not moving anymore. You need to accept the fact that you have no choice. 
Stop saying, I'm going to exercise every day. It doesn't work. Look at you. It doesn't work. Okay. But rather put a system in place, a system that you're brushing your teeth. You, you know, if you have an electric toothbrush, lift your right leg above your waist. And for 30 seconds, well, 30 more seconds, then lift your left leg. So simple ways to exercise, eating healthy foods. You can't eat pizza and think that you're not going to have a backlash, okay? Once in a blue moon, but to order that box of pizza every single week, be resilient. You cannot do this, okay? So cultivate your mind in order to stay healthy. Planning, number eight, planning. Planning ahead such as an ice cream manufacturer, a manufacturer knows that right now, if he wants to meet the summer demands of ice cream, he needs to forecast higher, uh, higher production in, I don't know, vanilla ice cream or whatever is his, uh, his best seller. So make sure you're planning ahead. Number nine, Practice, practice, practice. So we did the podcast, right, Marie-Pia? We start the night before, we read the chapter, we study, we go find other documents, and then we write it, and then we rehearse it, and then we have the pre-podcast. So practicing for something you need to do, rehearse, 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 that's proactive behavior. Number 10, mise en place, French or English, we say the word mise en place is the practice of preparing your workplace before, before going to work. I don't leave my office, Marie-Pierre, without cleaning up the mess and ready when I come in in the morning, even at the place where I write my podcast, it's set up. I don't start setting it up when I arrive here at the office. Example, a chef who wants to um, execute his menu of the week. Example, me Monday nights when I cook five meals that are eight portions per meal within 90 minutes. Well, there's la mise en place. All the ingredients are, re are ready. I'm not going to start peeling an onion in front of you when I have 90 minutes to execute 40 portions. Okay, mise en place. Number 11, quality control. Inspecting things for problems before they are shipped to the customer. You've got to make sure you double check. It drives me insane, Marie-Pierre, when I delegate for delivery for Perilator and the box comes back because it was the wrong postal code. Why didn't you double check before sending it out? The cost on, 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 I call it stupid mistakes. There goes the 57-year-old stupid mistake. Measure twice, the carpenter's rule, cut once. Number 12, initiative. Oh my God, a word that's disappearing. Initiative, taking initiative as opposed to waiting for events to happen. Marie-Pierre, I, I wanna have my radio talk show. Am I gonna sit and wait for a radio talk show to come and see me and say, Maria, we're taking, no, 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 no. You take initiative. So we started the podcast. I mean, you got to start somewhere. And then I added to my repertoire of work, Maria's inner circle on Tuesdays and Wednesday nights, practicing French and English. So I'm getting ready. I take initiative. I don't wait for a radio show to come and see me. I got to get that good 
that eventually they'll find me. Does that make sense? So you take initiative. A salesperson example who calls customers a week after they've purchased a product is another example of initiative, making sure they're not having any problems with the product. We call that follow up, follow through. How about number 13, communication. Communicating early and often to avoid problems such as uh, back orders, such as a telecom company that says, we've looked into your bill. This happened with Fido with me about three weeks ago. They called me, they said my contract was over with my cellular and I can save $50 a week okay if I wasn't buying into a new phone okay communication will increase success number 14 persistence a proactive approach means an energetic persistent set of actions such as I love this example because this is Yasmin okay this is my daughter Yasmin okay She's very, she's very successful in school. She graduated her bar exam in the top 10. So it gives you an idea, okay? But I know my daughter, okay? Very persistent. So she's interested in mastering a program, okay? She calls the teacher. She tries to get an appointment with the teacher to ask the teacher a few questions. The teacher doesn't answer back the phone or ignores her messages. You know what she does? She shows up at school. And she says, I know you're busy, but I have a few questions. She waited until he got out of the class. He's, he's a Montreal renowned lawyer. And she cornered him and she asked the questions. You've got to be persistent. So th those are my 14 takes, Marie-Pierre, in, in other um, proactive e examples other than just vocabulary. Yes, proactivity equals equals will help you achieve your ideal future, whether that be career growth, early retirement, or any other goals. Yes, successful people are pro proactive. If you're not proactive, you will not live your dream life. Did you see? Non-ambiguous, like it is what it is, right? They think about, proactive people think about what they want in their future to, and they know what they want their future to look like. Proactive behavior is what separates the person who gets promoted to another level in the corporation versus the other one that's working hard, hard, hard and never gets promoted. You know, we, we're not looking just for hard workers. We're looking for proactive employees. Does that make sense? Who bring solutions to the table. Simple, simple, be proactive means, active means doing something. And the prefix pro means before. So if you are proactive, you prepare for something before it happens. <laughs> proactive. <laughs> I found that was good, okay. So the opposite is being reactive, in Maria's words, immature. You're like a big baby, well, it's not my fault. What do you mean it's not your fault? My dad taught me to drive to protect myself from the other drivers. That's how he taught me to drive. He says the light is green, but you still have to check who has the red light, that they understand they have the red light. You see? This is proactive driving. Anybody get me, those watching me on, on, on Facebook Live or the Zoom? Proactive driving. It's every, well, it's not my fault. He, he didn't do a stop. Well, 
Did you check that there was another drive? Did you see if his intent was to do the stop or not? Proactive drive. Anyways, so if you are a proactive person, your actions dictate how things will happen. Okay. I had somebody uh, write to me from France, Maxime, because there's mega changes happening in the corporation. And my answer to him was, so how are you going to do it to be successful? And then he writes back everything that was going wrong. And I repeat, so how are you going to be successful? I mean, shit happens. Corporations change plans. Compensation plans change. How will you be proactive and adapt? Nothing is going to be solved by bitching about it. Shut up. Get to work. Get away from those that have nothing to do but complain on what the company should have done. If you are reactive, you allow those things to dictate your action in your future. Hello, not me. Okay. Have a proactive mindset. Your behavior is a function of your decision, not your conditions. Let me repeat. Your behavior, your behavior is a function of your decision, not my conditions. My conditions, I can't change them. My company right now is undergoing changes. I can't change that. But I have the power to dictate how I'm going to behave and be successful regardless of what happens. Does that make sense, guys? A happy weekend, happy weekend, and choose to be proactive. Does that make sense, guys? Choose to be proactive. I love you guys. Off to the French. Bye-bye, everyone. Have a great weekend.